I Love Mortgage Brokering, episode 67. If you're prepared to take your mortgage business to the next level, there is only one place to go. I Love Mortgage Brokering with your host, Scott Peckberg. Hi, Broker Nation. I'm thrilled to introduce our guest today. Ajay Sony is a mortgage broker with Invis. He's been a broker for 28 years based out of Vancouver, BC. He's the president of MBABC. He's also been on the board of directors for CAMP, very involved in the broker community. I'm stoked about this interview today. Ajay, you ready to rock? I am. Awesome. So can you tell, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the mortgage business? Yeah, well, I um, uh, was at UBC. I, I did an undergraduate degree there and... Um, then I backpacked around the world for about a year and a half. It was 1988 that I got back. And I'm dating myself because you didn't have the internet to look for jobs or anything. So we used to go to the UBC job board, as people my age could probably tell you about. And I saw a posting on a, on a card and uh, like a recipe card. And that's how they used to put them on the boards. And it was for something I'd never even heard of before. And I didn't say mortgage broker. The fellow I was going to interview with there said uh, something about the mortgage business. I wasn't even sure what a mortgage was. But, you know, I'd been traveling for a long time. I'd been a student and been, uh, I guess, a poor student for a while. So I was tired of that. And he said, you could earn up to $50,000 a year. And this is 1988. And I said, that's the kind of job for me. Mm-hmm. Um I applied. It wasn't a very big business uh, industry back then. And um, I was persistent because I didn't have a lot of options. And he liked that. <laughs> and next thing you know, I, I became a mortgage broker and I wasn't even sure what a mortgage broker was. So what did when you called him, what did he explain to you what you were going to do? How are you going to make this 50, this huge money in 1988? Well, when I called and I applied, it was more, he, he didn't want to tell me over the phone. He said, well, I want to come and see you and see what you're about. And then what happened was, and, and I learned about this uh, I learned it from his interview style as well. He actually didn't call me back. And so I sat there for a few days, sat there for a few days, and I called him back again. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, okay, no, I have, you know, I've been meaning to get back to you. Uh, I've just been very busy. So he goes, you know, I'll call you back next week. So I wait next week, I wait next week. He still doesn't call me back, so I call him back again. Was it look at, looking back at it, I think he was um, testing me to see if I was persistent, because that's what's required in sales. Mm-hmm. So unbeknownst to me, he was actually uh, seeing if I oh, I really wanted to do something here with him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and next thing you know, I had an interview with him. That's hilarious. So he didn't actually get back to you. He made you continually to chase him down until... Yeah, I had to chase him down. And, and keeping in mind, this was a commission-type job. And there wasn't, I don't think there's a lot of people lined up for it, but he still was, he was still being picky as to who he uh, would maybe give some training to. And then I, uh, I interviewed with him. After I interviewed with him, he did the same thing to me. He told me this later on, that you ha- I wanted to see if he was going to be persistent. So I interviewed him. He goes, I'll be back here in a week. I wait a week. He doesn't call me, so I have to call him. And then he says, well, I'll be, you know, I'm going on holidays right now. And I think it was about two or three weeks. And he just called me then, and I did. And then he had me meet with one of the other brokers that was working. It's a very small office, probably about 800 square feet, 900 square feet in Richmond, B.C. Mm-hmm. The company was called Mortgage Network of Canada. And um, uh, there was maybe two other brokers working there. He had me interview with one of the other brokers. I did the right thing. I bought him lunch, then let them buy me lunch. And mm-hmm. I had no money, but I did it anyways. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, next thing you know, I was persistent and he said, well, you could start. I didn't even know what I was starting at, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And so did you actually make $55,000 in that first year or do you even remember? Like, it's a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, well, I started in September. I, I remember the final interview was in August and he said he'd be hiring two other people. His idea was that maybe one in three would actually survive. Mm-hmm. The cut. So when I started, there was two other guys um, that were hired as well. They were both U- UBC graduates. There were, uh, I think, three mortgage brokers at that time working. 
working. And uh, within the first week, the first guy had quit. And in the first week, what we did is we sat in a small little boardroom, which was probably eight by eight feet. And he just taught us on a, on a board. And uh, I think by the Thursday, the first guy was gone. And by the Monday, it was myself and the other fellow that was left. And um, he uh, basically gave us a box of business cards and said, this is going to be your area. My area was going to be Coquitlam, BC. That we, we had the area broke, the city of Vancouver, lower mainland broken into geographical areas. I'd never even been to Coquitlam. And I'd grown up in Vancouver, Burnaby. Mm-hmm. Never even been to Coquitlam. Didn't know where it was. Next you know, I was making a sales call to a real estate office. And um, I remember looking back at this and saying, okay, I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous. I don't know what to do. I, I don't even know what I'm doing. But uh, I said, I remember when I backpacked around the world, which I had talked to you about a little bit earlier, and I'd come down to Egypt and I was in uh, the Sudan. And from the Sudan, I went to uh, Uganda and Kenya. And in Uganda, we were actually sort of held up by some young uh, teenage soldiers with Kalashnikovs. And we uh-huh. had backpacks and they wanted a Coca-Cola from us. And uh, we didn't have a Coca-Cola. And um, But one of the guys had some cigarettes with him and I didn't smoke, but he did. He gave him some cigarettes. He let us go. So I remember sitting there outside of this office that was Wollstonecroft Realty in Coquitlam thinking, look, I got through that. I can easily make a sales call. So anytime uh-huh. things were tough, I would always look back at times when times were even tougher and you look back at it and say, well, I got through that. I can get through this. Right. As long as you don't have AK-47s in their real estate office, you're like, hey, I can do this. <laughs> you know what? Those were old-time mortgage brokers. They did have AK-47s. That's how they got their business. <laughs> That's hilarious. And so what do you think, because obviously you'd started a long time ago, what can a new broker today take from uh, sort of what you had to go through? Because the process today is not like as, as it is, you you know, they got to take a course and there's some tra- there's even additional training they can do. But what sort of things do you think someone new could do that would help them get their mortgage career going? Well, that's a really interesting question. You know, I was talking with some other people the other day and uh, they're not even, they haven't been in the business as long as I have, but say 20 years. What I believe you can do right now is the world is your oyster right now. In the mortgage business, there is an, an immense amount of training and information out there. And I hate to sound like an old timer here because I'm not an old timer, but uh, at least not, I'm, I'm young at heart, mm-hmm. but uh, there is so much information for you that we didn't have. In those days, our internet was the yellow pages. Our marketing were business cards and uh, photocopied rate sheets. Today, you have an incredible amount of resources. So be a sponge for information. Don't chase the money. The money will come. Mm -hmm. The minute I hear people talking about splits and what I'm going to get paid and all that is the minute you're setting yourself up for some failure. Because I don't think you're focusing. Your focus has to be on the value you can bring to your clients and what you can do to make yourself a better broker. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm going to put my MBABC hat on right now. We have a post-licensing course. It's, it's voluntary. We have a good number of people coming to it. We do it twice a year. We should have 100 people sitting in that room. We usually have about 25 or 30. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's information from industry professionals. I wish I had that. We have lenders giving free marketing seminars. The companies you work for have lots of resources. I mean, there is so much for you to do. So become immersed in your industry. When there's an event, go to it. Don't say it costs too much or um, even if it doesn't cost anything, I'm too busy. I mean, we're all busy in life. Mm-hmm. But if you can invest in yourself, that investment will pay off. And the resources are there. I totally agree with you. There's definitely, there's no no excuse really other than just either apathy or 
indecision, I guess. Well, I think I taught you in the post-licensing course about nine, ten. You years. did, you did. Actually, I was going to say that. Yeah, I took that post-licensing course and it was awesome. There was so much good value in it for me when I took it. I was like, man, I didn't know this stuff. And at the time when I started, my wife was a broker for two years, and so she was training me. But there's still a ton of gaps at that field, and definitely somebody's listening. And you're in B. It's only in BC, right? Yeah, it's only in BC. And the other thing is, what I find interesting is two of our current NDABC directors were students of mine in the post-licensing course about that same period of time, seven to nine years ago. Mm-hmm. No, it's, so it, it just shows where you can go. And they immersed themselves in the industry, made themselves experts when they weren't experts by actually learning from others. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. So before we dive into your story, I like to ask about a success quote that's really had an impact on you. I love how quotes are portable, they're memorable, and you can take them with you and use them again and again. So can you have share a quote that's really had an impact on you? Yes, I have to think of this one. I have several, but the one I'm going to share for, with you that I like to use is failure is not an option. And so how have you recently, or can you think of a time that you had that mindset has helped you out? Well, I'll tell you, it wasn't really in my mortgage broker practice. When I became MBA VC president uh, almost two years ago, we were at a bit of a crossroads and um, we were rebranding the association and we had a conference coming up about six months later. And I, I went to the entire board of directors and I said, we have one chance to make this a really successful conference because right now we've kind of wallowed as, a, as an association brand to, to the mortgage broker community. So I used that mantra at that time and I said, we will, we will not fail. Failure is not an option. Mm-hmm. And I believe we, we kicked some butt and we have with our other branding and all that. I know we'll be talking about that, but that's where I, I recently applied it, but I've applied, applied it all along. And sometimes I didn't even realize that was part of my mindset. But when I look back at 27, 28 years or, or even my life, I've always tried to look back at struggles and somehow in the back of my mind, there's been, well, I can't fail. It, that's not an option for me. Mm-hmm. This actually ties perfectly into my next question, which is on failure. So can you share an example of something that you failed at, but looking back, there was a lesson in it for you because failure is never final. But as a mortgage broker entrepreneur, there's always things that maybe don't go the way you plan, but there's always a lesson. So can you share a failure and a lesson? You know, I mean, there's probably, there's lots of failures that you bounce back from. One would be, um, when I look at my business, for example, early on, I didn't use the database. Mm-hmm. Because the business would come in and we, we, did, we had a different, you know, it was, it was tougher in 1990. It was, it was possible, but it was the dawn of the computer age. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then slowly by the time the mid-90s came, we had, you know, when I ran my company here, we had a successful brokerage before, you know, the big super broker, brokers came and all. And, and it was a bit of an analog procedure, but we said, well, you know what, we got to stay in touch with our clients. So we would use Maximizer as our software, I remember in those days. And we had our receptionist just literally print out letters, put a stamp on it. And we'd make labels and sometimes the stamps were crooked in all the case, but it made it look like it was, it was kind of a personalized letter to our clients and we would always benefit from that. And, and so when we look at it, we were, we were failing before, but when we started databasing, we realized that you won't, we don't have to fail at this. We can stay in touch with our clients. Mm-hmm. And so like how long ago was it that you really started adopting the database strategy and, and implementing it? Well, I, I, you know, we did it as a company in those days. We were a little bit different than those days where we all worked together as a company. Um, but that was in the, in the, you know, actually from the early 90s. And I learned that with my first uh, employer uh, before I went out on my own that he was always trying to push us the database, but we were just always bringing a new business. And, you know, obviously people would call back because of the service you provided, but we could have done so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking back at it, now that I've got busy in my own kind of private lending world and, and I still do the, uh, you know, some A deals and all that, I haven't databased enough, right? Because I get, I get, we get busy in life, mm-hmm. right? So, um, 
you know, that's um, that's uh, something that could have been a failure in the past. But all the brokers that used to work for me, they're masters at uh, at staying in touch with their clients. Mm-hmm. Actually, I have one question before we move on. I want to ask you some questions with NBABC. But you said when you started 28 years ago, are any of those guys still in the business that you started with? Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. And in fact, my business partner at that time, Carl Madsen, he's uh, still around doing some private lending and uh, talk to him all the time. Um uh, looking back at it, there's uh, a couple of other individuals that are still maybe on the fringes of the industry, but uh, they're still there. Mm-hmm. Um, 1988 was an interesting period of time because it was the end of one era, I believe, in mortgage brokering and the dawn of what we see today. Because by 1990, by 1992, there's almost exponential growth in the number of brokers. So who I started with, maybe there's not a lot of them around, mm-hmm. but within, I look back at 1990, some of the brokers that, that I used to work with, uh, who, who you know moved over to my company and all, they're still around. Mm-hmm. They're still around, still brokering. Right. So that you can make a career out of it if you dedicate Absolutely. yourself to it. Yeah, they stuck with it. And you know, in the '90s, we went through some tough times. I think between 1992 and 1999, the, the business was declining one percent a year, not increasing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we still survived, and there was there was tough times. There was real tough times there. And um, you know, you had asked me, well, what can you learn about the past? The tough times don't always last. Mm-hmm. You know, the tough times don't always last. Uh, I saw that in the uh, the 90s for me were fantastic. I don't mind telling you that. I knew there was a recession in Ontario. If you told me there was a, and there, and there was tough times in BC, if you told me times were tough, I didn't know about it because I was growing my business every year. Mm-hmm. So things were, I looking back at it, I go, well, every year I increased my, my business. So I didn't know it was bad. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, I could see some of the brokers that work with me having tougher times, but they got out of it. Mm-hmm. More, most recently in, in 2008, when we started having the subprime meltdown, as private lenders, we were just, uh, I'll tell you right now, you're lo- really losing some sleep. Mm-hmm. But I remember using that same mantra that, you know, that these tough times aren't going to last. But at the same time, you got to have some iron will to get through them as well. Mm-hmm. So that's right. another thing I could pass on to people is you haven't, you know, with new brokers or rookie brokers out there, you might go through a tough period of time and think, I'm doing everything they told me to do, and it's still not resulting in success. Wait. I remember some of the, the top brokers that I know, that uh, a couple of them used to work with me. I remember how they, it was for their first year, and they weren't doing anything in their first year. And mm-hmm. they're some of the top mortgage brokers you'll see out there today. Right. So don't, 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 yeah, stick with it. And that goes back to your whole failure is not an option. So that's your mindset. You're not going to give up on it. You're just going to keep showing up. That's right. So I want to ask about MBABC. So you've been involved in our industry in a whole bunch of different fronts. And so tell us what you do with, most people probably know, but what do you do with MBABC? Well, I'm president of MBABC right now. Um, Became president, I think, almost two years ago now. And so uh, I'm a two-term president. Uh, I helped set up the MBABC in 1990. I was on the original board of directors. There was mm-hmm. an original group of about four or five people that had a meeting and then they needed a board of directors. And there's, I think there's going to be 13 people on that board of directors. Carl, who I mentioned earlier, and I were in a room, they, they were short of people, I think. And then we were directors 12 and 13, but we were still there. So um, between um, running our company and our business, we always volunteered for MBABC. I think this is the fourth time I've been on the MBABC board over the years, actually. So I was, that was 1990. I think it was on in the late 90s. And then... Um, from MBABC, I was on the camp board for eight years. Then came back off the camp board, came back to MBABC, my roots, and um, and then became president. And uh, um, a lot of the things we've been doing over the last two years, I've 
I've had a, a good board of directors that have believed in what we wanted to do. We outlined some strategy. We're all mortgage brokers. And we just said, well, what do we need to do? We need, we need to let the public know what we do. Mm-hmm. We need to let, need the public know what we do. And I don't know if we're, we're doing that properly. And we realized that failure was not going to be an option. Um, one thing I saw was pride. I think maybe we had lost some of the pride in what we did as professionals. We were, we were saying we were professionals. We weren't acting maybe as an industry organization as professionals. So one of my thoughts was, let's rebrand. Let's make some identifying mark as a, for the mortgage broker, which is what you see in a lot of the advertising we're doing, which is this MB logo that we've come up with, which we've trademarked mm-hmm. that members can use. And uh, boy, we've, we've been busy over two years. And so what are you most excited about with what you're doing with MBBC? Well, there's a lot of things we're doing, but the most important thing is that we bought, brought pride back in the organization. We've increased membership. Um, we've started a public awareness campaign that members can harness. So we have a 52-week contract with uh, Global TV, where we're on the we're a closed captioning sponsor, and we have some other commercials on some of their other channels as well. We've entered entered into a 52-week contract with the Vancouver Sun and Province where we run banner ads every week in the new home section or the front page. And people have seen that. In September, we start with CBC TV for a a six-month period as well, just so we make sure we get to every corner of the province because we Mm -hmm. are a provincial organization. We also uh, uh, have ads in BC Business Magazine so that we can hit the influencers, the politicians, the higher-end businesses, you know, the influencers, the lawyers, the chief financial officers, and giving them some information about what a mortgage broker does. And I'm also excited about the information we're giving out there. You know, we, we kind of quantified what, through various sources, what a mortgage broker, what the amount of mortgage brokerage activity in BC. And that's been huge. And our estimate is about $15 billion a year in mortgage brokering activity. Mm-hmm. That's from various sources. But I, in fact, I was talking to an industry representative uh, last week, and I think we're, we're quite accurate with that number. And that is including commercial mortgages and private mortgages and love the, the obviously the A mortgages that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so the, the MBABC, now tell me what's happening with the CMBA, that's sort of Canadian. That, so there's been some change and shuffling going on. So can you yeah. talk, talk a little bit about that? Yeah, about uh, in, uh, in April, we announced uh, the Canadian Mortgage Brokers Association. The Canadian Mortgage Brokers Association will have, in, uh, will have um, MBABC as a charter member. And it's an umbrella organization of various provinces that... Um, will harness the efficiencies uh, of the MB brand because the MB brand will actually go to CMBA. So CMBA's logo uh, that's been released has the MB in it. Mm -hmm. So it will become a national mark of the mortgage broker in Canada. Um, CMBA is an umbrella organization. So it will share the the provincial staffs that we have. It'll share our ideas, look for efficiencies. So if we're going to be doing, um, give you an idea, um, MBABC, we're running these ads on, on TV, which we produce. Our friends at the at IMBA in Ontario, the Independent Mortgage Brokers Association, they've adopted those ads. Mm-hmm. There's no point in them producing this. The, the message that we're saying is mortgage brokers is the same across the country. And what we're saying is a mortgage broker is a, is a great place to get your mortgage. Okay. And look, look for a mortgage broker. And that benefits everyone, including our industry partners. And, it, and if we get more business as mortgage brokers, our industry partners benefit as well. They'll get more business. Mm-hmm. Right. And if we're, we're looking like a professional industry, that brings credibility to us. And when we have credibility, that should help us to get more business as well. Right. And so that's kind of where we're harnessing the power of all of ourselves at CMBA. But it's a mortgage broker organization specifically. Okay. It's in our name, the Canadian Mortgage Brokers Association. And so what provinces are currently involved in or going to be part of that CMBA? 
Well, currently we have uh, BC, Ontario, um, New Brunswick, Prince Edward Island, uh, uh, Newfoundland, and um, um, Nova Scotia. So we have six, mm-hmm. and um, we're not. Um, uh, we you know we don't have a campaign of adding provinces. We're discussing in discussions with uh, some provinces, but uh, that's what we, we started with. And then, so the campaigns and stuff that you run, which are awesome, by the way, I've seen some of the stuff that you guys have created and the branding. And so, how how does it get paid for? So just somebody who like I, I kind of have an idea, but I want you to tell me sort of how how it works from a mechanics level. Well, we've um, uh, we've we've been as efficient as possible with our membership dues. Our membership dues are only one hundred and fifty dollars a year. Frankly, I think they're low, but we've kept them low because what we wanted to do was show the value of MBA BC first of what we can do, and then we'll take it from there. So we've had some savings, and we've gone into our savings, and we've used those. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a really successful conference. We make a little bit of money at the conference, so we use that right, put it right back to advertising mm-hmm. to promote the mortgage broker channel. Yeah, yeah. As of today, from two years ago, we've probably increased membership about twenty percent as well. That mm-hmm. How many is that something public? Like how many members are there of MBBC? Yeah, I think, I think we're just breaking thirteen hundred members now. Right, and that's just BC. Uh, yeah, that's just BC. Right, that's just BC. Right, and it's not including the other provinces and stuff. Yeah. Well, but keeping in mind that we have over three thousand mortgage brokers in BC, mm-hmm. so there's thirteen hundred that are members. We're not an organization that you know, are trying to chase down every single broker to be a member. Because um, frankly, in the business, you have a lot of people who are licensed, but they're on the fringe of the industry. Or, you know, in this province, you have to be licensed if you're um, an administrator at times, or if you're, uh, you know, um, a lender for some of the big uh, model line lenders or, or wholesale lenders. Mm-hmm. Um, you have people that are private lenders that do over 10 deals a year that have to be licensed. So they're licenses, but they're not active per se as how we are in the business. We're 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 actually arranging mortgages. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um so uh, we're looking for the people who um who believe in what we're doing. But we're going to let people know what we're doing. And I think we've done a pretty good job at this period of time, and people can see what we're doing. The message is pretty clear. Use a mortgage broker, and use a mortgage broker that's a member of the Mortgage Broker Association of BC. And here's how you identify them. Right. So where do you see the, the you know, you've been in the business for 28 years, seen lots of ups and downs. Where do you see the opportunity for brokers uh, in the next couple of years? Well, I think there's tremendous opportunity for mortgage brokers. You know, there's there's always talk about what is our market share? Is our market share 20%? Is it 30%? Is it somewhere in between? It may be somewhere in between. It could be it could be 30% because there's various numbers you see out there. But when we're that low relative to the entire market, and when you look at the value proposition of what a mortgage broker does, which is to represent you through one of the biggest financial transactions of your life, the sky's the limit. So I think there's going to be two routes we can go. We can either diminish by not promoting ourselves mm-hmm. or we can actually become more prolific and more credible in the eyes of the public and the borrowing public and generate more business. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll tell you one thing. Just before this interview, I don't mind telling you, I did another interview with another media outlet and the reporter said, you know what? I didn't know mortgage brokers had been around so long. And I had just mentioned that MBABC had had its 25th anniversary. And I, it seemed stunning. But this reporter thought we had only been around for a small period of time. So I think that's a bit of a, a shortcoming of the industry as a whole, that we haven't let our story. And the story of mortgage brokers is a great story. Mm-hmm. A lot of value to this story. A lot of, uh, it's a great value proposition to our services. But when people are thinking that we've just been around a short period of time, that's sad. 
Right. They have no, it's interesting. I've had, you know, I'm sure everybody who's been doing this any amount of time, I've had somebody come into my office and she's like, okay, so I, I, I don't have a job and my credit's not so good. and I want to buy this house and she doesn't have a down payment. And, and I'm like, I can't help you. And she goes, well, you're a mortgage broker, right? Well, that's what you're supposed to do. And I'm like, I don't know where your perception of what a mortgage broker does is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sometimes there's creative things, but there's also, there's limits to what's possible. And so I had to educate her on the fact that the no job, no down payment and, and lousy credit was going to preclude her from being able to get any sort of lending. But yeah. it, it'd be good if consumer knows, okay, yes, a mortgage broker can you know get you alternate solutions, but they can also help you get a business as well or a mortgages. Well, you know, Scott, I'd said earlier that when I started the business in 1988, that it was a crossroads for the industry where one one phase of the industry was ending and a new one was starting. I believe we're probably going to the third phase coming up. And that third phase is for the new brokers, such as yourselves and others, to now harness what we've been able to do in branding ourselves as brokers and take it to the next level. Use social media, use the tools, and MBABC will be releasing the advertising we've been doing for uh, uh, that we've been doing on media to, to our members to use as well. But let's all collectively talk about what we do as mortgage brokers. Mm-hmm. Right. And then that I think go, can take us to the next level. Because when people are saying that we just thought this was an industry that was created, that's a shortcoming of the industry. And in 25 years of MBABC, my going in my 28th year here soon, you know, I'm going, okay, what have we been doing for this period of time? It's great. We've been, been successful and individually successful and making money and all. But that's not good enough because we have to work collectively as well. Mm-hmm. Increase the profile and professionalism. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think that's going to be for the next. Going to be the, for the next generation. It has to be, and it's a. It's um. Sounds like um. I'm almost like being a, the stereotyped older person saying, but it's for the next generation. It's just true. Mm-hmm. I remember twenty odd years ago, people saying, "That's for you guys to take to harness." Right. You know, when we were younger, and that's going going to be for the next generation. Ultimately, we can pass it along, but that's why you have to get engaged. Get engaged with your industry. Get engaged with your associations, whichever association that would be. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter which one it is. It could be, you know, uh, a local business group or it could be your MBABC. It could be camp. It could be lots of great organizations out there that are doing great things. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, Ajay, I really appreciate your time today. Where can people find you online? I have the one thing I haven't, let me tell you right now, is I haven't learned. I haven't updated my website in 13 years, but it's... Actually, uh, I saw it. I was I was thinking that might be the case. <laughs> That's the worst website uh, in on the internet today. You know what? It's word of mouth. So um, uh, my best way of reaching me is that uh, I can give you my phone number. You're always free to call me, but it's on the internet, 604-868-0902. And my company email is uh, Ajay Sony, A-J-A-Y-S-O-N-I at invest.ca. Oh, Ajay, I really appreciate it, man. And I hope that, uh, that this next year goes awesome for you. Great. Thank you. All the best, Scott. If you are prepared to take your mortgage business to the next level, there is only one place to go. I love mortgage brokering with your host, Scott Peckford. Hey, Broker Nation, Scott Peckford here. Have you joined our VIP club for mortgage brokers yet? If not, you're missing out. We share exclusive content not available on the web or the show. We share scripts, step-by-step guides, and other insider tips to help you save time and make you more money. I can't tell you how many times after I turn off the recorder, a guest starts sharing some awesome advice or a script or, or a tip, and I take the best of this and share it with my VIPs. If you want to get on the list, visit ilovemortgagebrokering.com slash VIP. That's ilovemortgagebrokering.com slash VIP. Oh, and one other thing. Since this is exclusive for mortgage brokers, there is a skill testing question. Good luck, and I hope you continue to rock your mortgage biz.